daily deep throat. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Lock oh, in. she's gonna love saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Condom cracking studs. Yeah, but like, what does that mean? <laughs> it means your, stud, back. Fucking, your stud blows it through the fucking. Blows through the protection, sucks. I just hit a good. Thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a bad thing. You got a load yeah, on you. It's a bad thing for the end result, possibly. <laughs> we just call the segment "Can't Get It Up." Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's a good. One. We'll explain what it means. Can't get it up. Are you yeah. trying to emulate her voice right now, just to hear what it sounds like? Yeah. Welcome to your football fantasy. All right, shit show. It's a it's a shit show in this basement right now. Welcome to your football fantasy. We're back again. All three of us. Been a few weeks. It's great to have the two of you back here, and it's fucking great to have football on. How you guys feeling this week? This first week of the NFL season. Well, I'm excited. Very excited. Except the game last night blew major ball sex. It was garbage. Yeah, glad I sat fucking Aguilar, that piece of shit. Did have eight catches. Catch uh, ten points. Look, PPR, buddy. Look. Didn't have PPR, so if, real happy about this. I've got Aguilar in every team because I love him. And it was awesome to see that he was targeted on every fucking couple of plays all game long. Yes, it was three yards downfield each time, but I'll take it, man. I thought he was a deep threat. He will be. No, Jeffrey's the deep throw. Oh, Jeffrey's too slow and fucking old now. Jeffrey's job's open to get the ball, so I get that part of it. We talked about it last week. We both said fucking uh, Aguilar's got to get 10 targets. He did. And he did. And it wasn't enough. (laughs) Got 33 yards out of it. I got 10 points in my my PPR league for it. That's okay in my flex spot. Not good enough. Yeah, it was a garbage game yesterday. We went to bed before it got interesting, before Jay Ajayi finally got on the field, scored his two touchdowns. Before Nelson Aguilar threw a 15-yard pass. You know what was surprising was your 35-year-old running back. Yeah, man, Darren Sproles had like 85% of the first half touch or snaps on that team. It was was nutty. I don't understand. I think it was just his swan song. They thought they'd give him Just one more chance to actually go play? Foles looked like garbage. Matt Ryan looked like garbage. Julio Jones looked like the bust. No, he didn't look like a bust because he He looked fantastic. You know who looked... You know who actually... I think he performed two expectations. Yeah. Shark after dark. Yeah, because once they got into the red zone, he what, he went for it on that fourth down <laughs> yep. early. Uh, Bad again. Just a just a terrible red zone play caller. Um. So yeah, that was the that was the first game. They're gonna get better on Sunday, guys. Let's have news. This week in football. Marlon Mack came back to practice this week. It still doesn't look like he's going to be ready to roll out there as a starter. Uh, so it's going to be your boy Jordan Wilkins, Bullfrog. Are, do you have him anywhere? Are you playing him anywhere? Do you think Wilkins is a good play here? I do have him in my big money league, but fuck, I've got a lot of running back depth in that league. So unfortunately, he's sitting on the pine starting uh, Gordon Mixon and Collins. Yeah, that's deep. We got Breda and Carrion Johnson and Wilkins all sitting on my bench and Aaron Jones. Fucking balls deep in running backs in that Very league. Deep. Do you have any wide receivers at all? 
Odell. There you go. And then not the much one. after that. We're going to talk about Odell Beckham a little later in the show. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Any thoughts on Le'Veon Bell? Not at practice yet as of right now. What do you guys think of this kid? I think it's bad. I think he might... This might be the year that he actually sets up for a point where he's not going to play for a substantial period of time. You think he's going to take the full 10 games? No. I, th- I think he'll settle after four. Okay. The question is, is someone like you, I think you and I talked about a little bit last night, you're okay with him missing four games. I am. I'm not just okay with him missing four games. In every one of my leagues, I made a trade offer to try to get Le'Veon Bell a couple days ago. But it's not only that. I mean, typically he sits out all preseason and then takes him four weeks to warm up. So the yep. question, though, is this time, is if he sits out four weeks, then starts showing up, is it going to take him actually to the middle of the season, week eight, nine, to actually start performing? Yeah, sure shit, hope not. <laughs> yeah, because you'll be fucking out of You'll be league, sunk, then. buddy. Yeah, I will be sunk. One of my trades did uh, go through yesterday. So I'm going to tell you guys what that trade was, and I want you to evaluate this for me. Tell me how Tell me how I did. Tell me how bad this might end up being for me. Uh, it is a uh, PPR league. Full point? Half point. Full point. One point PPR. I traded away Christian McCaffrey and Josh Gordon, and I got Le'Veon Bell. That gives me Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon as my starting two running backs. I kind of like that. How did I do? Did I fuck up? Should I have done that? I don't know. Might have been too early. You know, it's a pretty big game. We're not knowing what the what's going to happen with Bell. Are there keepers in this? No. I could care less about Gordon. That doesn't really mean anything. Um, the question is McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey's going to have a good season. So, yeah, I think you fucked up. Because I think it's gonna. he's not going to actually start performing until week six, seven, at best case scenario for you. If, if So, the last thing I read said Bell, Bell is, the most likely scenario is he comes back tomorrow, Saturday, which is a day that this episode is dropping. Misses week one and he's back. That would be best case scenario here. Even if he misses a few weeks, I think he's a much safer play than even a McCaffrey having the year of his life. So, I'm okay with it. And I wasn't going to play Josh Gordon either because I fucking hate him. Some other, some other trades I offer, just put him out there. Kareem Hunt straight up for Lev Bell. I don't know that that one's going to go through. I also have a trade where I offered Cooper Cup, Lamar Miller, and Carrion Johnson to a guy whose team was anemic outside of Le'Veon Bell to try to get Le'Veon Bell. That would put Zeke and Bell as my starting two running backs. I'd like that. We'll see if those go through. But I wanted them. And yeah, now was the only time that I was going to be able to trade for him, so I, I jumped on it. Rashad Penny comes back to practice. He's not got the start. Carson's got the start, but he's practicing again. Did the weight come back with him? Yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, I, I still think Carson's first couple weeks, they got tough matchups. Penny's going to get in the mix. It'll be a shit show. Fucking uh, committee all season. Are you saying stay away, at least for the time being? Penny was my one of my fucking uh, three in the pink, and he was a two in the fucking stinkhole guy Ooh. for me. So, yeah, stay doing? away. Uh, Saquon Barkley, you know, he had that hamstring injury. Not even on the injury report. Apparently, he's a full go week one in a in an extraordinarily tough matchup. We're going to talk about him a little bit later on, but it's good to see that this kid's ready to roll. Adrian Peterson has the start. He is listed as the insane. starting running back on the Washington Redskins depth chart. Are we touching him? Is this somebody that you might think about in a daily league? In no. a daily league? Fuck no. Why no. not? He's a starting running back. They're playing against the Arizona Cardinals. Not necessarily a defense that scares you too badly. 
I think you look at him if cheap as shit, I'm cheap sure. as shit, or the ability you just trade away three running backs to get Le'Veon Bell and you want a backup. That's what I go get. AP. I mean, we talked about lowest yards per carry, lowest fantasy point points per touch. touch. Yeah. I mean, what's the fucking upside? You ain't gonna win a GPP with him well, for damn can, sure. He 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 stepped in, and in like a week and a half, he showed the coaching staff enough to. To bench fat Rob Kelly, who's but, but, been on the team and been a starter for many years in a row for this. That game. tells you the state of that of that backfield. Could be bad. And only because when you know AP's in, you know you're running up the middle. So it, defenses yeah. know. They do. That's know. why it's it's they, just they, not a good kind of Could be good for Alex Smith being a you know, play action quarterback that he, he might, might actually help get play he might actually be perform if better. smart enough to do that with him in there. <laughs> Pass the ball with AP in the yeah. in the game. Jay Gruden's a decent play caller. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the New England Patriot backfield. You know, Sony Michelle, who is also back to practice, not likely to play if at all, not likely to play much if at all in week one. Rex Burkhead is going to be eased back into this. I guess this screams James White, or are you going to just say, let's say it's a Gronk show all day? No, I, I buy into James White, and I buy into Jeremy Hill being the goal line back. Jeremy. Do we start him in our dynasty? No, I don't think our team's that bad, but it's close to it. It's pretty uh, But, yeah, I think James James White's going to be a good matchup this week against the Texans. Yeah, I think it's a uh, – for me, it's a stay away in every fucking fantasy thing I'm doing this Bur- week. Burkhead is – I mean, he's been kind of garbage, I mean, outside the, the five games he played there last year, right? So I, I, getting eased in doesn't bother me at all. I don't expect anything out of him. Michelle, I think, could be value once he starts playing. I mean, maybe a Burkhead or a White in a flex PPR spot, but I'm not going to play him in daily. But again, one of those guys could score fucking three touchdowns. That's the way New England offense rolls. But Mike Gilsley scored away. three touchdowns week one last year. He has been traded. He is now on the New Orleans Saints. As a matter of fact, I heard just today that there are only two running backs on the Saints' 53-man roster. That would be Elvin Kamara. Well, Ingram's on the roster, really? isn't he? He's, yeah, but he's not, not the Williams playing. kid. They he cut Jonathan they, Williams. They, yeah, they cut him. They did. Yeah, oh, I heard shit. that. So it's uh, that's it's just Gillisley and Kamara. Better not get hurt, Kamara. I'll tell you what. Show. I just told you about that trade I made with Bell. Obviously, I don't have Christian McCaffrey to start. I went and picked up Gillisley ten minutes ago to throw into my starting lineup. They gotta have a fullback. <laughs> Who's their white fullback that gets some carries? <laughs> I'm sure, there's somebody. <laughs> Uh, I have no idea. White people don't belong in the NFL. Will Fuller is going to be a game time decision here. You know he had. What, I don't even remember what his injury was. Hamstring, hamstring. not good. Hammy. Ooh, he's a hamstring. Yeah, you can't you can't run downfield eighty miles per hour if you've got a hammy. Uh, so he's going to be game time decision. Uh, obviously, you can't really play him. How long has he been in the in the NFL for? For is this his fourth season? Oh, I don't third, know. Third, I think. Wasn't last year. Ha- has there been a time that he has second, not been listed with a hamstring or some sort of injury on any he report? He was really fast. He uh, strains himself, I guess. His, his, t- his very tight muscles. They're like fucking tennis balls all the time. Bullfrog. You just said Deshaun Watson made you nervous coming back in his first game back. Does Fuller being out of the game make you feel less good about that? He was a... I mean, he used him last year. He likes him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. As game one... Against New England, I can see him wanting to win that game, but again, your franchise quarterback, how many times are you going to want him to take five, seven step drops and make the long ball throw in your first game back off a fucking blown out knee? If it was me, I'd probably be a little hesitant to call a bunch of those plays. Maybe a big rollout, give him some time to throw the deep ball, but not too many just 
drop it back, chuck it deep kind of place. Well, unlike Wentz, uh, Mr. Watson tore his ACL, what, middle of the year to early, right? I mean, he met yeah. seven, eight games. I mean, like, he's had plenty of time. Yeah, I wouldn't be, ter- to your point, I wouldn't be terribly surprised if we see just a lot of shotgun get the ball out of your hands quickly. Yeah. Which I think would be fine. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, they could still take it to the house. They still have, yeah, number two, number three wide receiver on the team. It's not as much air yards, I guess, on the balls. but All right, Rashard Matthew, Josh Gordon, Dalvin Cook. All these guys are likely to be in a pitch count this week. You know, I don't know if you guys are starting any of these folks. Dalvin Cook, I think. But uh, any concern about this pitch count? Well, Dalvin Cook is the interesting one here. If anyone's starting Rashard Matthew, I'm impressed. Josh Gordon, that's just a bad idea. Dalvin Cook is a... He's number one running back, right, in most teams? Yep. He drafted in the second round. Likely number one running back for most players. So he's going to, everyone's going to start him. Playing the fucking 49ers, who's a bad team, bad at least defensively speaking, I'm not, I wouldn't be too worried. I mean, like you said, I think Bullfrog brought it up repeatedly that Murray's going to steal some goal line carries, and it's a good idea for preserving Cook, but I would not be worried. The only case I'd be worried is if they did get out to an early lead. And it's game one, and you're coming off an ACL. Why not just fucking hand it to Murray? You know, you're up a couple scores. Let Kip Cook rest if he, you know. But maybe at that point, he's already had a good game, you know. Put one in, has 80 to 100 yards, and then he's sitting on the pine. My expectation is that the the Vikings defense is going to come out screaming and and shut the 49ers down without without a legit starting running back. Or quarterback. Whoa. 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 So that's, I think that's, that's very possible. I think you're underestimating Garoppolo, buddy. I like Garoppolo a lot, but when you lose your starting running back, the guy that you plan this offense around a week and a half before the season starts, that's going to affect your affect your game plan. Do they have a running back with him? I mean, high high produce a little bit when Garoppolo is in, right? Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you. Look that up. You look that up while I move on to this next thing. Oh shit! We got another fossil review. Got a fucking five-star review to add to the list, folks. We've got a bunch of them now. I think there's eight. That makes me feel good. This one comes to us from somebody calling himself the Good Doctor MD. You know if doctors listen to the show that it's a quality show. Here's what he has to say. I'm going to read it verbatim because that's what we do on this show. The show has a great balance of friends talking... Friends? Hmm. That's a strong strong statement. Bold. A good balance of... A great balance of friends talking... Football in a basement and well-researched and fact-based takes. Results are still out as to if this show will help me win my league this year, but I can guarantee it will make your commute feel shorter. And he ends with a bless him. That's must a, be a Hard Knocks that's fan. That's a Hard Knocks fan right there. You wouldn't know anything about that, Wiz. Yeah, give two shits about bless it. Bless him. Now, when you say good doctor, what do you think he's a doctor of? Like pee-pees, urologists, breasts? Good uh, vaginal? Gynos. Maybe it's guy. a lady. We don't know that it's a man. Huh. Either way, he could still... What's your money at? Ladies could also be doctors. <laughs> they with could. All the same types. With? <laughs> PBs, gynos. They sure could. Hey, good doctor, the good doctor, MD. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're, we're not in a basement. We're in a legit professional recording studio. But otherwise, I think your review is spot on. I appreciate you taking the time to write that review. I'm glad we've made your uh, commute feel shorter. And I can promise you, with 100% certainty, that we will help you win your league. It's time to start talking real football, because it's here now. 
This Sunday, we've got lots of games coming up. 15 or four, 13 of them because there's two on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to give you the rundown. Uh, at least we're going to try to give you the best kind of rundown we can to get you ready for this fantasy week. The best way that you can get the best possible advice for your team moving forward is for you to ask us questions about your lineup. We've got a few we'll get to later. But first, we want to start with this segment that we're calling Can't Get It Up. What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up. <laughs> All right, in this segment, uh, we're going to take a look at a few studs, a few guys that you probably have listed as your wide receiver, running back, quarterback, one, maybe two in these spots. Guys that are likely not to perform this week like you want them to. Maybe they're worth sitting. Maybe they're just somebody that, you know, you've got to plug them in, but it's time to manage those expectations. Don't expect these guys to win you your league. Uh, In short, these are studs that aren't necessarily going to look or feel like studs come the end of week one here. So, who wants to kick us off with their first stud that just can't get it up? Bullfrog. Bullfrog. There we Bullshit. go. Bullshit. Everybody else likes to steal Bullshit. my guys, so uh, I'm going to let them pick on those. So I'll go with LaShawn McCoy versus the Ravens. Just a, just a brutal matchup. Uh, you know, projected to be a brutal offense. <clears throat> Again, they play the game to play the game. You never know what could fucking happen, but I'm a betting man, and I will put no money that LaShawn McCoy has a good game. Uh, you know, he's worthy of a flex start, I guess, if you have to, but if you have some other options, run with it. I'm all in on the Ravens' D, so I'm sitting McCoy if I can. Definitely not playing him in any daily. You want to go contrarian? Who's, Waste your fucking money. Who's the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills this week? Peterman. Yeah. Peter. Big, big Peterman. That's what I hear. This guy from Seinfeld? (laughs) Safe to stay away from everybody wearing a Buffalo Bills jersey this week. I love Shady McCormick. That's a great pick. He and everybody out there is just going to fail to perform. Wiz, you got one for me? Yeah, let's go with running backs. I would go with Kenyon Drake, uh, the running back for the Dolphins. Um, He's going against Tennessee. It's another bad matchup. Last year, Tennessee was a top four uh, run defense. And I, nothing's going to change here, folks. They're going to be behind, and they're going to be throwing the ball. Bad matchup here. Stay away from Kenyon Drake. Oh, see, I'm starting him because I drafted him early. Because you're a fool. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I've got a running back for you guys. How about Saquon Barkley? Yes, he's back healthy. Uh, he's ready to rock and roll. Totally off the injury report. But he, he gets the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Yeah, the shittiest matchup possible. A defense that is all around... Just fucking amazing, right? I mean, look at look at the look at the guys on this front line. Calais Campbell, defensive player of the year last year. Marcel Darius, right? Solid and stout in the middle. Uh, we got we got the fastest linebacking core in the entire league with Miles Jack and Telvin Smith. Saquon Barkley is a stud running back, but he's gonna have a really hard time of it right now. We know that New York Giants offensive line is is rough at best, and I think he'll be able to overcome that. Many weeks in the year, but here against the Jags, uh, if if you've got to play him because you drafted him high, but manage these expectations, folks. He's not going to win you your league. So sticking with Barkley for a second there, I like the Giants generally. I think they've got a ton of different weapons. Is yes. there any player on the Giants that you think is worth starting this week? Because I would say the same thing with Eli Manning. I think he's generally going to be okay of a year. I sure as hell wouldn't start him this week. Well, no. If ODB is the one I think you could start. We're going to get to that in a second. 
Okay. In fact, why, why don't you tell us about ODB? I think you've got him listed here as, as one of your uh, can't-get-it-up guys. I would probably avoid him this week, right? We talked about the two cornerbacks who he's going, going against, which is supposedly A.J. Aboye's ranked number one. Number one. Which I have a hard time believing that he's ranked over Jalen Ramsey, but either number way, he's got to line up against four. both, either one of those guys. Um, previously with ODB, when he goes against, like, especially with uh, Jalen Ramsey, who's kind of a fucking nut job and head case. Yeah. Who, OD, who ODB also is a nut job and head case. He fucking loses his shit, right? We saw it happen against Josh Norman. He couldn't handle it. He goes punched, fucking ape punched shit. Punched him in the face. Gets kicked out of the fucking game. the helmet like an idiot. Uh, you know, I think when he matched up against Xavier Rhodes against Vikings, he had three receptions for 23 yards. When he went up against Darius Slay of Detroit a couple years ago, four receptions, 64 yards. Those yeah. just aren't good numbers. I mean, I, I would... Don't ex- I, I, I fully expect everyone who start ODB, just manage your expectations. Yeah, the point here that I like best is that Jalen Ramsey is just going to mouth off to ODB all goddamn game. In his head. And, and it gets in his head. Now, he did come out, Beckham did, uh, just last week or this previous week and said, hey. It's a changed man. I am a changed man. And, and playing against Jalen Ramsey this week is I'm, is a perfect opportunity for me to show all of you that I'm a different human being and I and I can I can keep it together. Wasn't he just getting arrested like a month ago for cocaine I, in his hotel room? It was a picture, whatever. Yeah. Bullfrog, you got another uh can't get it up stud. Yeah, well real quick on the O D Odell fucking guy. Uh one thing on the daily, you know, on FanDuel, this will probably be his lowest ticket price of the season. What's he costing? Seventy eight hundred I think it was. Uh, most weeks he's gonna be nine thousand. Uh, and he's going to be probably the lowest percentage owned this week as well. So, so is this somebody that you're looking at targeting in daily? Uh, you know, if you're a guy running a bunch of lineups out there, you have to have him in. You so. gotta, you gotta give him a share. Uh, if you're just a guy throwing in one or two lineups, it's real bold, but shit, that's what it takes to win it. You know, if he can shit, you can catch a long touchdown against anybody. I don't care how good they are. Slip and fall. Odell's good enough to beat any coverage. You like put the ball out there. Still. Right. That's, you know, it's all to be determined. But that's the risk you play in GPPs, man, if you want to win them. you got to find people that nobody's playing for any particular reason. And part of, it, part of it's because of matchups. Can I stop you a sec? Yeah. I feel like an idiot here, but you keep saying this thing. I don't know what the fuck it means. GPP? What is GPP? Just guaranteed prize pool. Those are the big ones. Yeah. The million dollar... Fo- okay. Yeah. It's like, and you just kept saying it, yeah. and I kept nodding along like I knew. <laughs> like a goddamn dumbass over here. I'm thinking, Jesus, please. So it's one, please that, sites, it's one that sites put out there, and they're they're guaranteeing the prizes no matter how many entries they get. So they could, they could you know, not make as much money sometimes on them. They're guaranteed. Gotcha. Uh, but right. again, sometimes it's a single entry. You could do 150 entries. You could do all kinds of shit. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys kind of mentioned some of our other receivers, or you're going to. So I picked on Corey Davis a little bit. Uh, his ADP's been rising over the over the summer. I think I ended up taking him in the sixth round. He's my number two receiver in my big money league, but I'm sitting him this week. He's facing Xavion Howard, who uh, rated as a pretty pretty good corner last year. The chemistry hasn't been that great with uh, Mariota in the preseason. I don't even think he had a catch in there in week three. With a bunch of run out there, I'm sitting Davis. I think you know Tennessee's going to handle Miami. Probably run the ball a little more with, with Henry who? and Lewis. You uh, said that in the wrong order, but all right. So yeah, I'm I'm sitting Corey Davis everywhere. Yeah, I'm sitting Corey Davis everywhere every week though because I think he's a bum. 
Uh, I got a wide receiver pick here for you. This is Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a guy that none of us were real high on. If you listened last week uh, in our uh, three in the pink, two in the stink game, a whole bunch of people picked him as their uh, as their ten foot pole or whichever one of those two uh, stink guys. Uh, but this week specifically, right? He he gets to play in uh, New Orleans. He gets to play up against Marshawn Lattimore, rookie last year, awesome cornerback last Phenomenal. year. Phenomenal. Wiz here is trying to tell me he was the best in the league last year. Uh, Lattimore came out last year and just kicked ass against number ones all over the place. The only guy he struggled against was Julio Jones, but Julio Jones is a robot or an alien or a combination of the two, right? Can't score touchdowns, though. Just, you're right about well, maybe that. It's not 170 him. yards last Shark week, but he can't dark. score touchdowns. One out of 20. In the- uh, it's not only the matchup here either, guys. You know, his quarterback's not here. This That's week. it? It's going to be Fitz. We talked about this a few months ago. Fitz doesn't necessarily throw the ball to his wide receivers. He likes running backs. He likes tight ends. Uh, Evans' numbers are down significantly when Fitz is in there throwing it to him. So combine that quarterback play uh, with that cornerback play, and I just don't see Mike Evans getting it done, even though the Tampa Bay Bucs are going to be throwing a lot this week. Expect a lot of it to go. not good one. Chris Godwin. 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 Expect Godwin yeah, to get it done like a little Godwin. bit. I think Godwin's a really good play. If I, if I were playing daily, I might consider looking at Godwin. Howard! Your boy Howard! What about my boy Howard? Howard the Duck? OJ? OJ Howard. Yeah. OJ, well, I'm not sure what the... I don't know if OJ Howard or Cameron Brait week to week are going to... What they're going to fucking do. So the only place I want any any stock in OJ Howard is in uh, best ball. And I took him in a few best balls, but I would not be willing to roster or start O.J. Howard in a, in a weekly. Do we got any more of these? Nope. Yes, we do. Bullfrog's got one more <laughs> he wants to share. One more guy that you should really manage those expectations. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, a li- I'm down on Big Ben if he's your starting quarterback this week uh, at at the Browns. I did a pick em. Full 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 slate of games. I picked the Browns to, to beat the Steelers Ooh, week, week one Is at there home. a reason? I mean, is, who's going to shut down Brown? And Juju? Well, I mean, I think their defensive line is going to be a lot better with Miles Garrett. I, I just don't think Big Ben's going to have much time to drop there. But Brown's going to get his. This... Brown's going to get eight catches for 95 yards. But if you can keep him from blowing up and scoring two touchdowns, Bell's gone. Connor, we don't know how good he is. He can't be as good as Le'Veon Bell. I don't care who you are. You're not going to be as good as Le'Veon Bell. And we, Big we also, Ben's not as good on the road. Yeah, Big Ben know? sucks on yeah. the road. Big I, Ben and the Steelers in general aren't very good in season openers, right? What they lost to the no. Bears last year. I yeah. might have a little Hard Knocks fucking blindness and a little fucking drug action Highly going likely. on from Hard Knocks here. But I'm, I'm going with the Browns to win this game. Big Ben just being mediocre. Maybe 225 and a score and a pick or two. All right, guys, so those are some studs, some of the guys that you drafted highly that you should, if you can, sit them. If you can't, just understand that they're not going to be the guys to win your league, maybe in that flex position. If you're starting a couple of those guys, you need to find somebody in the flex that could fucking go off. None of these safe guys in the flex so that you can uh, account for those low scores on your starting starting lineup. All right, the next thing we want to do for you here is uh, look at the flex position, which people often find to be uh, the most complicated, most difficult to pick. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. All right, so let's get into this. Flex, guys. These are guys outside of your top 24 running backs, wide receivers, or top 12 tight ends that you might consider sitting, uh, squatting down in that flex. These are guys that you can probably even fucking pick up 
in some of your leagues and throw right in there. Um, I'll start us off. Keelan Cole is my guy. Keelan Cole was, even though he's a starting wide receiver, the number one wide receiver on the Jacksonville Jaguars offense, even though he was the number one ranked wide receiver in the last four weeks of the season last year, that is standard scoring, second and half point PPR, fourth in PPR. Even though between him and Moncrief, the other starting wide receiver, uh, he's clearly got the, the connection, the rapport with Mr. Blake Bortles. Keelan Cole was being drafted late as fuck, and Keelan Cole is being ranked well outside the top 24 by a lot of experts this week. I expect this kid to get it done all season long, even if, let's say, the Jacksonville Jaguars come out here and shut down the Giants and they go up big early. It doesn't take Cole more than four targets in a game, three targets in a game, to have a really productive fantasy game for you. I expect his numbers to be up there. Now, in fairness, I sat him this week in favor of Nelson Aguilar in my flex position. If I could go back and do it again after watching last night's game, I'd make that change, though. Who else has a flex traffic for us? Yeah, I'm going to pick Carrion Johnson here. Carrion Johnson? Running back for the, actually, the, the third string running back right now for the Detroit Lions? I think it's second string. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, Detroit's going to be up. We talked about it before, right? Detroit's playing fucking the Jets. Probably the second worst team or third worst team in the NFL. They're going to be up. They're going to pound the ball. And they're going to give Carrion Johnson a chance to actually prove what he's worth. LeGarrette Blunt's 30 years old. He's currently listed as a starter. LeGarrette Blunt has never been a bell cow back. He's typically just a goal line back. Um... So Carrion's he gonna, is the starter, though. He's going to get his opportunities. But they're not going to wear LeGarrette Blunt out. His job is strictly the goal line. That's what they're going to use him for. Carrion Johnson's going to be used in between the 20s. Looked great in the preseason. Ran the ball well. Eventually, you know he's going to take over the starting role. I like it. I drafted him. Oh, shit. I, you guys are just going one guy, huh? i got to pick one out of all. You can pick five or six if you want. I, mean, I, can, some I can give you some more options. Well... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a name here that I did not draft anywhere, but I think could have a pretty decent week one, and that's fucking Isaiah Crowell. <laughs> Against those fucking Lions on Monday night. Sam Darnold Sam is Darnold the is the starter. If you know anything about the defensive Lions front seven, it's fucking wet toilet paper at this that's point. That's a Whitehead. It, he's not even on the fucking team anymore, Wiz. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, that defensive line is fucking garbage. The linebacking crew has never lived up to the hype. Their best defense is their secondary, so I think Crowell could have it. If they can keep it relatively close, if the Jets D can hold Stafford in check, Crowell can get action all, you know, the full game, he could have a decent game. Uh, so I'm going to give you that guy, Isaiah Crowell. You know, Isaiah Crowell was a guy that was like a late round draft pick that people liked. A lot, a lot of experts were saying, hey, go get this guy. He is a starting running back in the NFL. And, yeah, he sucked on the Cleveland Browns, but they were the Cleveland Browns. I know now they're the New York Jets, but, hey. Are, are the Jets any better than the Browns were two years ago? Maybe. Oh, yeah. The Browns, when they won one game two years ago? Or the Jets they might win three. Last year. They might win three. The only concern that I have for Corwell is Bilal Powell. Yeah. Bilal Powell looks to be the guy that's going to take the third down and pass catch. Yeah, Bilal. But yeah, that's not ex- yeah okay. Uh, so that would be my concern, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I just I just don't think you know game one they're gonna let Darnold be chucking it out all over the place, even if it is little dump offs to Powell. I just think Crowell's gonna get twenty totes, twenty twenty kit, twenty twenty touches. If you can get twenty carries in your flex position, I don't care what team it is. That's you giving yourself the opportunity to win. 
You got another one, Wiz? Come on, Cooper Cup. How about him? I just traded him away. Against the Rams, right? For the Rams against the Raiders. There you go. The Raiders are garbage. Raiders are a garbage defensive Oldest team, right? Oldest team in the NFL. So fucking bad. They no longer have Khalil Mack. They just traded the, Yeah, they're the best defensive player on the Boys. team. He's our boy. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, the Rams were the highest-scoring offense last year. They're probably going to be up there again in terms of opportunities. Cup's got a good chance here. I think he had 20, 24 red zone targets last year, 20, high mid-20s. It's a good, good chance he could get another touchdown here. Playing in the slot, big slot guy. He's good in the slot. I think he's going to have a lot of targets all year, red zone or not. PPR, I love Cooper Cup. It's a lot of mouths to feed. It is a lot of mouths to feed in L.A., though. It is. We'll sure. See, we'll see who, We'll see how it shakes out and who ends up being the guy, the go-to guy. I, I just can't see... I can't see Cup after the year he had last year going from ninety well, yeah. targets down to are, sixty. Are, right? are there are there any more mouse there this year than they were last year? Yeah, Brandon Cooks, Sammy Watkins. Well, that's true. A couple of other guys that we, we we didn't choose to highlight, but we'll throw some names out there. Uh, Bullfrog put the names in here. He took the time. He also he also mentioned Quincy and Noonway. He's all about those Jets, right? Keelan Cole. We like Keelan Cole. We I talk about going after good teams here. What the fuck is this? What you... It's not about the Jets. It's about the matchup against the fucking Lions. You are okay? a Lions fan, right? right? I am he a Lions fan, so I know that they're fucking terrible. Emmanuel Sanders is in here as somebody that you could probably consider flexing most weeks. Don't give me that. Jordan Wilkins, who who is, we just said earlier, going to be the starting running back for the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts starting running back is not necessarily a highly coveted running back guy uh, historically, but in your flex, why not? Brita is going to get the starting role in San Francisco. Ugly matchup this week, folks. Sure. Ugly matchup, but if you... But he's against, a starting running back in the NFL. Against that defense, I would much, have, would much rather have... Brida than Morris. It's Brida. Brida. Against a fucking Minnesota front. A guy that can fucking okay. beat you outside on the run, catch some passes. W- would you recommend our listeners to go after Chris Carson then? No. Why not? Because he's got bad matchups for the first two weeks and it's a committee. Three weeks. Okay. Brida's going against who? I just said I would prefer him over Morris. That's all I said. That's all I said. Right. Thank you. Calm down. <laughs> the tension in this room and, and you asked for real like, thick. you asked for a low guy, so I'm giving you a low name. Yeah, I have I have Brita, but he's on my bench. I got better the, options. This is I just want our listeners to win. I don't want that, I don't want I don't want the good doctor to go get Matt. Brita. I can't help that I got every running back I need on my squad. I don't have to start a guy like Brita, but somebody out there might have. He's to. got six top twenty four running backs. Hey, speaking of our listeners, yep, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail As mentioned previously in the show, we have some listener questions A couple of folks, a couple of our dedicated long-time listeners Have reached out and asked for a little bit of help with their lineup So we took some time, we did a little bit of research And we're going to share our decisions for you now Chap Chan Jumped out of the gates first, and he here's his question. He wants to know who he should start in his flex position, Baldwin or Greg Olson. It's a half-point PPR. He says he doesn't trust Baldwin's knee right now, so he's leading Ols- leaning toward Olson. Wants to know if he's overthinking it. Wants to know if he's crazy. The short answer I see nods in the room is, yeah, you're fucking crazy. Out of your mind. Doug Baldwin is the start. If you can't trust Baldwin's knee, you can't trust Olson's old-ass body. Yeah, Doug Baldwin, I think, is number two in receiving touchdowns in the last three years overall. 
Bad, bad idea to overthink this. You know, if something comes out later in the season that Baldwin's going to be shut down or something, then you you start thinking there. But he's been practicing this week. Fucking plug him in well, there. Well, you said six times. Opportunity, right? Yep. Who's going to get more opportunity right now out of those two guys? Yeah, you got to think You got to think Baldwin in a tough, tough atmosphere in Denver. They're going to be throwing it to him. I think we said a couple of weeks ago, you know, yes, Greg Olson and Cam Newton have a thing. But before Greg Olson got hurt last year, he had like two catches in each of the first three games of the yeah. year. There's just a lot going on on that team right now. Add to it DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey's increased role over there. Uh, these are guys that catch short, intermediate passes. They're going to take some of Greg Olson's looks away. I don't love Greg Olson this year. I know we ranked him relatively high in our rankings because the tight ends suck. But Doug Baldwin is somebody that you absolutely should be rolling out there. And if you can put Doug Baldwin in your flex every week, that's that's doing work. I think that's good. That's great. Yeah, real good. Make that happen. You are overthinking it, Chap Jan. Make the change. He's the number one wide receiver for a lot of teams out there. Probably. Absolutely. Uh, Brad Drury stepped in on Twitter, asked another question. Hey, Wizzy on Twitter yet? Yeah. Season started yesterday. Did it? It did. That that was that was that was still college, wasn't it? It looked that good. It felt a lot like Amateur. high school ball. Yeah. Did you watch the game or were we watching drones? I watched a lot of drone racing, which is fascinating stuff. Also, like international dodgeball championships were on. I think what they were Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. last night. It was intense, man. Fucking that Austria chick broke her elbow on the floor. <laughs> ESPN the Ocho. It was on ESPN too. It was good. <laughs> I thought I thought it was four or something, but no. Anyway, Brad Drury reaches out on uh, Twitter and asks the following question. He says, I've got Gurley, Brandon Cooks, and Robert Woods all in his lineup this week. He's concerned about having that many players from one team, but he also feels like, hey, the Rams are fucking great, and they're playing in a shitty, shitty, shitty Oakland defense. Should he be replacing one of those receivers? Here are his options, Paul Richardson, Cam Meredith, or, or uh, lock it there in Seattle. It's a half-point PPR league. Uh, what should he do here, guys? Should he roll out his Rams and expect a huge fucking blowout against that crap defense? Or should he pick one of these other guys that are, let's be honest, each one of them is a roll of the dice at this point? Yeah. I, too many mouths to feed right here, buddy. You don't want to go balls deep on all the same players on the same team here. I would definitely take out Robert Woods. I would, I would personally take Richardson... Um, Richardson's a, a good receiver. He's going against, I believe, the Arizona, Cowboys? Arizona Cardinals. Car- Cardinals. Um, Patrick Patterson. Peterson. Fuck it. Yeah, but Peterson will, Peterson stays on one side of the field. Correct. The so they move these guys around. they got three guys that are going to move all around, right? I just think, I mean, I guess you're hoping to get a touchdown on each one of them. I prefer, I prefer going with some sort of diversity. I mean, if the if these are your four choices, I'm going Lockett, Richards instead of who? Which guy would you take out, Cooks or Woods? Take out Woods. Richardson's the big money guy they brought into Washington to be the top dog, but I still see him as either the third or fourth in the pecking order. I think Reed and Thompson are both above any of their receivers as long as Reed's on the field. Doxson's the only guy that's been there. And then you got Crowder and Doxson. Shit, who knows where Richardson falls in there, especially with a brand new quarterback. Crowder. Uh, Meredith's fucking out of the question. He he might be trashed this year. Uh, so I think Lockett's the number two. He's the second guy behind Baldwin. I don't know who else they have. He's the number two option. I got to go with Lockett. You agree? Though. You got to take. You can't. You cannot start three Rams no. players. Yeah. 
Take Woods out. So I don't necessarily think you can't start three Rams players, but the one absolute taboo in fantasy football that we're looking at here is that you can't have two wide receivers from the same team ever in your lineup, ever. You need to trade one of these guys. I don't know why you drafted two wide receivers from the same team. Now, if you said, um, you know, you had Gurley and you had Cooks or Woods and you had Goff, fine. I'd roll all three of those guys out there. But you got two wide receivers. You're basically playing against yourself here, and that's not going to help. So I agree. Uh, get one of those two guys out of there. I'm not necessarily as sold that Woods is the one out of the two that you need to pull out. Uh, we know what Woods does in that in that offense. We don't know what Cooks is going to be yet in that offense. I I don't know. It, you know, I, it's a pick 'em for me. You know, fantasy points per game. Cooks pick, is higher. Though. Pick the guy that you well, not on that team, not yet. Pick the guy that you like better there. Whatever. I don't. It doesn't matter to me which one you pull out. But I agree with Bullfrog here. I think Lockett's the guy. Same reason. We don't know what Paul Richardson's going to be in Washington just yet. Yes, they brought him in. They paid him a bunch of money. But look, Doxon was looking good. Crowder's back and Crowder's healthy and Crowder is a target vacuum he's going to suck up a bunch of them and again cam meredith got no passes in the preseason so, just, so lock it for me sticking with that for a second um the reason i would not go to lock it was because that he is the number two receiver on that team at best case scenario at best correct maybe maybe third right we don't know um richardson has a chance to be number one as a chance i'm not saying he's going to be but he has a chance to do it he has a chance i, w- I certainly wouldn't drop him from my team but in week one yep. avoid him in week one if you can all right, Chap Chan, Brad Drury, I hope uh, that advice helps you. I know it'll help you when you're weak. It's guaranteed. It's a lock. Money on it. Put as much fucking money on it as you can find in the cushions of your couch. Let's move on to the next segment here. Uh, this is going to be our survival pool segment, our pick'em segment. So we are in a three-strike survival pool together. We just want to tell you who we think is the best option in a survival pool if you're doing it. It's becoming a more and more popular style of play in fantasy football. So we want to give you a little feedback. Who do you, who do we think is going to win? What team do we think you should pick for your survival pool pick? Uh, all right, so who, who wants to jump out of the gates here? Who's the team that you picked in our survival pool, three-strike survival pool, and why'd you pick them? Why are they the team that everybody else in the fucking world listening to this show should take? Well, I'll start because I, t- I took the easy one. Okay. I took the Saints over Tampa Bay because, to me, it was, is the best team playing one of the worst teams in the league. Easy matchup. Um, I, I don't know what the spread in this game is. Likely seven. Seven, eight, right? Um, the Saints are almost a Super Bowl favorite, or at least going to the Super Bowl from the NFC side. Them, the Vikings, Packers, there's down to three of them. Uh, and we know Tampa's one of the worst teams. To me, this is an easy choice. Especially without without their quarterback. Yeah, they're, missing, they're going with the second-string quarterback. Easy choice, folks. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with that pick. I definitely had them on my radar. Uh, you know, I think that was a team I was going to wait and save a little bit for later in the season as I think they end up being a really good squad. I went with the Ravens based on uh, early matchup. Uh, they got the Bills. I think the Bills are going to be one of the you know three teams I'm picking on all season long in my survivor pool action along with the probably the Dolphins and the Jets. So as much as I can pick on those three teams, I'm going to do it. So week one, that uh, gives me a good home matchup. Ravens taking off the Bills. Agreed with you 100% there, right? Pick the worst defenses in the league and just go against them every week if you can. Uh, I also agree that I like to take teams like New Orleans that I know is going to win a lot of games, save them for later if I can. 
I get Wiz, I get your stance that hey, why fucking save him? I want to win every week, so let's jump right out of the gates. But but I like I would just like to save him. I picked the Detroit Lions to win this game. So your spread is seven and a half. I just looked it up. The New Orleans Saints. The Detroit Lions are six and a half point favorites. Sure. So while it feels like the Detroit Lions is a team that you're not going to be able to pick week in and week out, they are heavy favorites over the New York Jets. That at the helm for the Jets will be Sam Darnold, who has never faced an in-season, regular season NFL defense. I don't care who it is. The Lions still have one of the best cornerbacks in the league uh, with Darius Slay just staring him down. I, I just really like the Lions this week going against a shitty team to begin with and a shitty team running out a rookie quarterback in his first start. It is in Detroit. Hell yeah, give me Detroit in a, in a team that I don't feel like I can pick very often. After where's this. Where's the Ravens-Buffalo game at? In in Baltimore. In Baltimore, right. Yeah. Saints are home. You got to pick a home game. Yeah, home you game. Gotta it's, it's, I think home. you're two to one odds favorite if you pick you a home gotta game. You got to pick a home team. Pick a home team. Pool. Absolutely pick a home team. Here's a drop for you. Daily Deep Throat. All right, guys. You know, it's still a lot of tinkering going on uh, with two days left until game time on that main slate at one o'clock. Don't forget to explain what the fuck Daily Deep Throat is. Daily deep throat. He's not it's... swallowing penis. No. <laughs> doctor. No. Uh, not today, anyway. You never know. Might get in a bad situation later in life. But, uh... <laughs> Look, can we take a pause for a second and, appro- and just address that? Have you guys... <laughs> Have you guys created a plan? If for I thought how about sucking would... penis, no, 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 no. Your tree, but you have like. Are we talking about your tree? I have taken some time to seriously consider how I would survive if I oh. ever got thrown in prison. Oh. Have you created a prison no. survival plan? No. Have you created a prison survival plan? <laughs> Can't say. Mine I've been is there mine yet. is just one one easy step. Suck a lot of dick. Get very good at sucking dick and suck dick so damn much. Save my... I don't want to get torn up from the back end out. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I might... If I could just it. suck a lot of dick really, really well. So when I'm watching like my porns, I pay attention oh, to technique. No. Dude, I like, no. I've got a notebook. I take some notes like on maneuvers that I like. So you're going to become the Hoover in the fucking prison. If, if, it ha- if I get thrown uh. in there... I'm going to suck a lot of goddamn teeth. Well, your teeth are going to be knocked out because no one's going to want to fuck your teeth. I'll knock my own goddamn teeth out. I'm going to suck so so much good dick. <laughs> oh, I think... I'm, oh, gonna make it, I'm a little guy. I'm beautiful. You know what? I think I'd prefer, <laughs> I think I'd prefer not to plan ahead for that. you got to have yeah, a plan. Yeah, there's some things I start with. No, it's not worth it. You've got to have exactly. a survival plan. Yeah. You can't you know, survive If I go to prison and, and die because I can't suck dick or take it in the ass, I'll take I guess those that's what's meant I'm to be. I'm sucks so much dick. All right. Go on. So you're going to get off for good behavior? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daily any, deep throat. What any, is it? Anyway, we're just... The Bullfrog here is going to give you some uh, some names that you might want to look into for uh, plugging into those daily lineups. Looking to win that million-dollar entry myself. Uh, GPP. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, so, here's some names that I like this week. Uh, and here's some names that uh, maybe not so much. I like Philip Rivers this week. He's looking at about maybe 10% ownership. I like Kirk Cousins this week at about 7% ownership. And if you want to take a big flyer, you know, I would think maybe an Andrew Luck or an Andy Dalton on a lower ownership and a little bit cheaper. Tell the people why you would want to go lower ownership instead of higher ownership. What's the, what's the thinking there? 
Yeah, I mean, if you can get, let's say Tom Brady and Andy Dalton score the exact same amount of points, Tom Brady's at 15% ownership, Dalton's at 3%, well then that money you save can be used at different positions and you've gained a lot of value uh, with a lot less salary at that position. Not to mention... Other people don't fucking have exactly, it. and ultimately, you know, you you're competing against less opponents. If you're picking only three percent, then you're going head to head against three percent of the guys instead of fifteen percent of the guys. You know, if I got Tom Brady, great, he has thirty, but I'm competing against fifteen percent of the people to for the rest of our lineup. Mm-hmm. Well, if I pick a guy that's three percent owned and he goes off as the top QB, I'm only competing against three percent of the remaining lineups as well. Uh, some lower ownership running backs I like a lot this week. Uh, Kamara's the big dog. He's going to be in the 20%. I'm probably going to fade Kamara. Uh, he's got a great matchup, and he's only got two running backs. But, Gilly. man, you know, if you're going in a non-GPP something, you might want to look at Kamara. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade Kamara in my big money ones. I'm going to look at guys like Collins, Joe Mixon, Lamar Miller. I like a lot, even though some of these guys are road matchups. But still, you know... Sometimes you got to play those road matchups. Those are the guys that I'm looking at. Um, maybe, I think, yeah, that was about it for my running backs for now. Wide receivers, your big guys are going to be Keenan Allen. Keelan Cole's getting a lot of love right now. He's in the 20%. Antonio Brown's in the 20%. Right now, Keenan Cole's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's being projected as the second highest owned wide receiver on FanDuel. And what does he cost versus AB's cost? Okay, so forty five hundred for Keelan Cole. Antonio Brown is at nine thousand. So twice as much. So again, you know, if you're playing in a small league with some buddies on FanDuel, Keelan Cole's probably a guy you just gotta go with. Cause all likelihood he gets up decent numbers and he's and cheap as you fuck. Enough. You can stock up on some higher name running backs. Uh I like AJ Green this week. I like Emmanuel Sanders. I personally like Chris Hogan. I know these fuckers sitting oh, next to me are not oh. not big fans on Chris Taking Hogan. Taking shots. Uh, we, they mentioned Godwin earlier. He's a nice little play at about fifty five hundred bucks. Uh, they're going to be junk time throwing. Wait, and Chris if, Godwin costs fourteen hundred bucks more than Keelan Cole. A thousand more. Fifty five yeah. to forty five. What they want? Well, that's why Cole's going to be fucking real high on. Yeah. Uh, tight ends, you know, Gronk is the play. Uh, he's going to be high owned. Feel free to play him, even in the GPP, and hope he goes off. Again, he's going to use up a lot of salary. Uh, I think I'm going to fade him. I think I'm going to play a guy like Jordan Reed, hoping he catches one from uh, Mr. Smith there. The Ravens defense, the top D. I never have success playing the top defense. Even though I'm playing them in my season long, they should be solid. I just think that top D never goes crazy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save some money on a top D goal with the Titans at two percent. Again, I'm picking on that fucking Miami offense and picking that Titans D to make a couple plays, maybe score a touchdown. They are away. I'll try to post some of these lineups uh, on Twitter come Sunday afternoon. Accountability, buddy. If you guys want to take a look and uh, yeah, see if I'm worth anything. Good luck, Fox. And that's your deep throat. Okay. Put your now teeth, teeth back in. Now let's look at uh, let's look at Sunday. No. Sunday preview. The Sunday preview here. There's just a handful of situations that I'm really excited to watch. 
to see how it unfolds so that going forward I can feel better about uh, running these guys out here. Uh, I think Bullfrog mentioned earlier that every single one of these situations he intentionally avoided just because we don't know how it's going to go. But, you know, after this week, all of a sudden these things will start to come to light a, a little bit. First off is the San Francisco running back situation. We got Breida. We got Alfred Morris. We know Breida is the guy that is the starter on the team, technically on the depth chart. Obviously they brought in Alfred Morris, and Breida has done jack shit in the preseason here. So let's see how they use those guys. Maybe one of them will become useful. Two rookie running backs that I think are the most interesting right now. Carry on Johnson, Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman did just get named the starter there. I am running Royce Freeman out in all of my starting lineups that I've got him. Uh, carry on, I'm still a little bit hesitant on. You said earlier, Blunt is the starter. But uh, I want to see these two kids play. I was going back and forth all draft season, drafting one of them in one league and then the other one in the same spot in the next league. I, I'm excited to see that. How about the Jacksonville wide receiver core? Dante Moncrief, our dynasty boy. Keelan Cole, my butt buddy everywhere. Dede Westbrook is going to be playing in the slot. Who's going to get what? Who's going to get the action? I've got Keelan Cole everywhere, so let's hope. Anything you guys want to watch? I'm tired of talking. You haven't talked about Philadelphia's uh, running we, backs at all. We did watch Philadelphia. We mentioned, that, we mentioned that last episode that we were interested, that you were in, how interested that, in it. Yeah, how that backfield was going to play out. And it played out with Sproles getting heavy action early <laughs> the on. The 35-year-old running back. Uh, Ajay still had so a good game. Got those two touchdowns. Only there at the end, right? Only yeah. there at the end. I Did Clement s- get any of those goal line carries that uh, you brought damn, up? Not a damn one as All far right. as I could tell. Remember that conversation, Wiz? Which one? Back in the, back when we talked about who was going to get those those goal line carries. Clementine? If, if it was going to be Clementine yeah, or Ajay. fucking foolish. Yeah. He still will. Give it time. You know, I think the other interesting one here is the Cowboys wide receivers. Oh, God, yeah. Is it going to be Michael Gallup, the guy that I've been betting on? Or Hearns. Alan Hearns. Is it going to be Handlebars, Terrence West, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the fuck is that? That one's is. interesting. What is it? Williams. Handlebars Williams. Because Zeke's going to have a stack box. Right? Very yep. stacked. Very stacked. And, and, and it's not going to be shaved. It's going to be hairy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's got lots of boxes stacked right along his bench, so he can just pick and choose every night. Which receiver, which receiver are you choosing? Uh, Beasley for week one, the safety valve. God, why yeah. I ask you questions sometimes? Because I'm you? a smart fucking man. I, well, I'm picking Gallup. I've liked Gallup all along. Week one, maybe not week one. See? Week one. It, week one. Safe. Yeah, Beasley. I think we, to be honest, yeah, I think we week one Beasley might be the go. The go or Ter- Terrence Williams, the two guys that have been there before. Because I think Dak is a shitty quarterback, and I think Dak is going to Dak's numbers lead. are insanely... I think twice as good when against, Zeke's in the back. Playing against the Carolina Panthers. They have a good, strong yeah. defense. They're going to put a lot of pressure on him. I think he's going to get scared, Dak. Mm. And I think the ball's going to end up going to the safety valves. So, yeah, I think Beasley's probably the best pick out of those if I have to start one. But I'm not starting any of them. I just want to see how it plays out. Sure. Speaking of that same game, you know, I talked about Cam being my bust, and the big reason is Norv Turner and his play calling. I really want to see how Turner handles Cam. Is he going to change his game, or is he going to force Cam to change his game that that's this first game is going to tell me all I need to know about how right I was with that with that pick. One you didn't list that I'm interested in seeing is how the Giants look. Yeah. Just in general. I like Pat Shermer. Well, I, I want to see he's, he's got 8000 weapons everywhere and I love Barkley. He's yeah, got a this, terrible matchup. This week this week is just going to be fucking rough. I agree with you, but if I he want, can get I want, it done against the Jags. I, that's, that's the question. You know who did get it done against the Jags? Jimmy Garoppolo last year. Yeah. Fucking went off. Them up. 
Uh, anything else, Deshaun Watson, we already talked about. The Dolphins running backs. I know you guys both said something about, uh, or you did, Wiz. You said Kenyon Drake. Avoid him. Yeah. Who the fuck? Why the fuck would you? Look, Ken, I think Kenyon Drake is going to be better than you think. I'm curious to see, right, because Gase is still saying that the starting running back for the Miami Dolphins is going to be Kenyon Drake or Frank Gore. <laughs> On the depth chart, it says, or this guy, right? Because he's being an asshole again. But I want to see how that plays out. I think Kenyon Drake ends up a top 24 running back wow. this week against the Titans. I think you're wrong. How wrong, beast how, mode against the fucking Rams. How wrong do you think I am? I'll bet you a shot. It's a bet. Yay! Hey, uh, you want in this bet, Bullfrog? Nope. Okay. Pussy. You're not in very many of these bets. Save it for later. What about beast mode? Beast mode, yeah. We you know, have any faith in him. Not, I don't have a drop of faith in Beast Mode. Not against the Rams. Especially though. against the Rams. But but everybody's saying he looks great. They really want every piece of him that they can get. So, all right. I mean, that defensive line is probably what, the best in the league. Pretty damn close, if not I mean, Beast the best. Mode runs up the middle. Maybe Minnesota. He's got to go against me. The Aaron Rams. Donald and Sue. Good luck. You know, I, as, a, you know as a Lions fan, Sue fucking dominated for us for a little while. Okay. I'm excited to see him next to another fucking D tackle and some linemen that can play. If he's not getting doubled every fucking play, what is what he going to be let, capable let, let of doing? Let me tell you again? something. As a Bear fan who used to run against that guy, it's terrifying. The exactly. guy who kills people. <laughs> I know. He steps on their face. <laughs> yes. But I mean, in Miami, in his last couple years in Detroit, I mean, he's getting doubled every play. Yeah. You know, he's, that's he's tough for a guy. Line on the right. game. He's not right But now. you he's got Donald now. You can't double both of those guys. Thank God. And they got DNs. Who's their DNs? I don't know. Some fast fucking guys. Is Quinn still there? I don't know. Uh, yes. Is he? Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see the dynamic. If those guys are just blowing up the middle and killing people or what? I mean, you might as well, honestly, if you're playing individual defensive players, go get one of those defensive ends because you're going to get sacks. Yeah. Just because those right. guys, you're not getting, those are, that's. Your guards. Yeah. Your, this, everybody's going to be pushing in the, the middle. Yeah. So you're going to be one-on-one on the tackles so it's, at, it's at Sophie's best. choice as to who you're going to fucking. Yeah. Hey. Who you're going to, who you're going to bump, who you're going right. to rub. It's not a, it's not an easy decision. And the Raiders are fucking terrible at football. They're going to be awful. <laughs> Beast mode is going to be. Awful. Beast mode would be terrible, yes. I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just gets hurt this week so he don't have to play anymore. <laughs> does he get hurt? No, he doesn't fucking yeah, get hurt. Yeah, he doesn't. He's he, 33 years old or whatever the fuck he is. He just, he's always out it's there. It's coming. It's coming. He's a big, he's a big bulky dude. All right, guys, look, that's, uh, that's, our, that's our look ahead to week one. Next week, we're going to insert a uh, streaming segment. Wiz told me that nobody's streaming anybody this week because you drafted everybody you want to play. So we're not going to talk about streamers. Next week, though. Next week, we'll get there. Uh, Please tell us how you think we did. Once you see these games, tell us on Twitter how badly we fucked up our calls. You know where to find us at Dewey's Nuts. All Z's, no S's. At YFF, the Bullfrog. You can email us, yourfootballfantasy at gmail.com to tell us all about how god-awful we are as fantasy football experts, which... Let's be honest, people. We're fucking experts at this point. Did you listen to The Good Doctor? 33 episodes. Good luck this week, guys. Ladies, gentlemen. Oh Hope my you guys God. get a week one win. It always feels a lot better starting one yeah, than 0 and 1. Look, with Le'Veon Bell on my bench, I don't see it coming. But, uh, <laughs> whatever. Let's go, let's go get ready for some football, huh, guys? Fuck off, folks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, 
and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.